0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Chris, Travis, don't I look like a billion bucks? You do, mama. You need to look good because you've got (laughs) a
1: presidential candidate coming in here.
0: Yeah, Who's also a billionaire. Yes. So that's why I just put my plexiderm on. It works just that fast.
1: Your eyes are amazing right now, Steph. Thank
0: you. By the time we get done talking, plexiderm will have worked. It works in minutes. Not weeks, not right. It makes you small in minutes. I love everyone on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network is having slap fights over the plexiderm in yeah. their household. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fortunately, I'm a single loser who lives alone, so nobody snatches my plexiderm. Oh, really? I no. know you keep it. No, you don't. It is hidden. It's in a safe <laughs> plexiderm. I'm telling you, right? Yeah, I, is I. Plexiderm is amazing Clinically studied serum It visibly eliminates Under eye bags And wrinkles In just minutes I'm telling you In minutes The science behind Plexiderm Is incredible Clinical studies Back it up If you look older And tired Because of Trump Crows feet Wrinkles <laughs> Under eye bags You can look younger In just minutes it's mm-hmm. like, See I smile Which is good news But then like The wrinkly wrinklies Huh Where'd they go Well how's this happen It's like what? going back To 2008
1: well, before They gone for all this right. Exactly
0: Turns back the clock. I have my pre-Trump eyes <laughs> Thanks to Plexiderm um, the results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to TriPlexiderm.com. Use the code SEXYLIBERAL for my discount. That is TriPlexiderm.com with the code SEXYLIBERAL or 1-800-685-1292 and mention SEXYLIBERAL. Speaking of sexy liberals, my younger ingenue Stephanie Miller is going to talk to Tom Steyer for Happy Hour right now. Happy happy hour. We're gonna get uh, Tom Steyer drunk and get him to say something inappropriate and get him <laughs> no, kicked out of the not. presidential race before he even no. gets <laughs> in.
1: At Nine in the morning. Wow. This is no FCC. You can smile. That's you can, right. You
0: can swear. And get all. Do we're, your do the Groucho Marx eyebrows you do it for me. There you go. Yeah. All right. See, he does that backstage with me when we're doing our raunchy impeachment road show.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's. I've seen those impeachment road shows. They're not. <laughs> they're not raunchy. No.
0: That's me. Yeah. <laughs> he classes it up. <laughs> So, uh, all right, Tom, you are running for president. You are uh, obviously com. You've been uh, mobilizing. Uh, uh, you've been, you know, uh, activating people around political issues like environmentalism, need to vote, uh, younger folks getting out and voting for a long time. So this doesn't really come out of nowhere. I mean, you really are the bizarre world, Donald Trump. You are <laughs> everything he is not.
1: No, for 10 years, honestly, I've been taking on corporations and winning. I've been organizing people at the grassroots yeah. to... Should to be registered in 2016, the organization I founded registered a million three yeah. Americans. Over eight hundred thousand of them in California. Yeah. And lo and behold, in California we had an amazing 2016. Yeah. eight hundred thousand know, extra voters. Oh my know, God.
0: Despite this dystopian shit show that we're living through. See, I can swear on this guy just <laughs> once I get rid of the fcc like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I just was talking to Rob Rob Reiner was in the other day, mm-hmm. and he said, I'm hopeful. And that's what we have to make sure, is that we stay united, that we vote blue no matter who, we have a good primary, but that we, that we don't get let them make get us, us despair, because that's what they want to do, is depress our turnout.
1: Stephanie, I don't know if you saw this in the uh, need to impeach yeah. town halls that we did together, Yeah, but I can tell you, going around the country, you meet so many fantastic people. Can I just yeah. tell you one quick story? Yeah. I was down in South Carolina, in Denmark, South Carolina, which is a very small town, 3,500 3, people, Yeah. Overwhelmingly African-American, and they have a water problem because the state won't buy them a water treatment facility, so the water is disgusting, and people are getting sick and dying. Yeah. So I was meeting with the activists in town at the home of one of the leading activists, a woman named Deanna Berry. And so we were talking about what was going on and why the, Sa- the Republican South Carolina legislature would not help this predominantly African-American town have pot- potable drinking water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the other thing that was true was she had a daughter who was 16 years old who had a life-threatening disease and she said to me, Tom, on July 31st I have to make a decision. Do I take my daughter to the doctor or do I pay the rent? Yeah. And oh. I said, obviously you're taking her to the doctor. And she said yes I am but I don't know where I'm going to be on August 1st Where her family she has three kids Her husband is dying of the disease Caused by this bad water oh. But yeah. here's my point yeah. That sounds like a terribly hard story And it is a terribly hard story Deanna Berry is one of the most uplifting Positive go get people I've ever met And that's my point about America Yeah. You go around things can be tough As all get out And the people are fantastic and they make it happen yeah. And I look at this country and I say Can we do this? Hell yes we can do yeah. this
0: you you know it's funny you're, not, you're like sort of in a vein of like you know wealthy liberals like the kennedys that you know just because you have a lot of money doesn't mean you don't care about other people or right. people that have average concerns like that i mean the kennedys spent their whole life lives working for for that and it, that's that's how you strike me is that that you really a- actually care about regular people's
1: issues but you know? i mean stephanie one of the things that's true which we were talking about off the air before is both our fathers were prosecutors of Nazis at Nuremberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom was a teacher in the New York public schools and in the Brooklyn House of Detention, and a journalist. Yeah, the people in my family believe that you're on this earth to fight for what's right. That is a traditional American opinion. Now, that is not a weird. I find yeah. that all over the country. That's who I am. That's who we are.
0: Now, Tom, or uh, what do you call it? Uh, Donald Trump refers to you as weirdo Tom Steyer. Now, hey, I assume what he means by weird is that you made your money without cheating.
1: I didn't inherit it. <laughs> and which you're actually. actually a He's a trust fund baby.
0: <laughs> I know. I mean, and as we just said. And is going to is bankrupting the country like he did all his businesses. I was just reading a tweet. Alex tweeted: Reagan took the deficit from seventy billion to one hundred and seventy-five billion. Bush forty-one took it to three hundred billion. Clinton got it to zero. Bush forty-three took it from zero to one point two trillion. Obama halved it to six hundred billion. Trump's got it back to a trillion. Uh, and they they still continue with this. Democrats cause deficits, and we're big spenders, right?
1: Look, the Republican Party has gone off the rails. I think we just have to accept that fact that they have gone to a place that the elected officials there. I don't say the Republican voters at all. Yeah. When I go around the country and when I did all those town halls for need to impeach, the Republicans who showed up were patriotic, decent, wonderful people like all the other Americans. But the Republican electeds are in the bag for these corporations. Yeah. And they will do anything to support them. That was their, their prime accomplishment was cutting taxes on corporations yeah. and cutting taxes on the richest Americans. That is something they should never have done. Yeah. They are at they have absolutely sold themselves in order to get unlimited campaign contributions from corporations who are taking advantage of the American people every single day and we have to stop it. Yeah.
0: Tom, let's get to know you. <laughs> what is a hed- hedge fund manager? <laughs> so look,
1: I, I don't no one us, knows. Talk to us normal people. No do, one how knows. How do you make
0: billions of dollars, and what does it feel like to be a billionaire?
1: It, first of all, I don't <laughs> think, it, you know, Stephanie, one of the things is I know people always talk about me right. being a billionaire. I never think of myself that way. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that, what is a hedge fund? What is that? I don't basically, know all you do is you, what we did was invest money predominantly for college endowments and for foundations that were created to do good in society. Mm. And right. we and they save money and use it and then they use part of it every year to run their programs. Yeah. Or in, in terms of schools, it's easy to understand, so that they can hire teachers, do research, educate kids. Yeah. Build dormitories.
0: Yeah. So, so wait, you made money doing good?
1: We were we were representing really? good people. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And we did You it. are the
0: anti Trump. You realize that. And, You're and, the anti Venom. Our
1: theory on this whole thing was we invest money and we try and make money every single year for these people. We be consistent. Yeah. And we so it turns out that in when you think about investing, being consistent really matters. Yeah. So we ran a very high integrity, successful investment operation that I started with zero. So you mean for that's better to run years. a
0: business and let's just say a country than being a chaotic lunatic well, that we, bankrupts. Well without teasing
1: times? Stephanie. One of the things I used to say when I was running this investment business, I said, look, we don't try and take advantage of the people we do business with. We don't try. Yeah. You know, we want to have the same lawyer, accountant, representative, research staff every single year yeah. because if they get fairly paid and they do a good job and we repeat it a thousand times, that's the best thing we can ever do as opposed to yeah. Mr. Trump who tries to rip everybody off. He thinks if I rip you off, I make all this money It's like, yeah, yeah one time What, he's doing to the what country. happens to the I next win. 999 times The person goes, I'm never going to talk yeah, to you again right. You're w- a crook
0: That's how he's running the country I have yes, to win, everyone
1: else has to lose um, Yes, it is.
0: Let's talk about and, you And, and, and the you.
1: country is littered by people who are ripped off by Trump Thank you 2,500 people 2,500 yeah. people sued him for unpaid bills Have you yeah. ever been sued for unpaid bills? No. How about 2,500 times? Mm-hmm. I know all yeah. right.
0: Let's talk about you and your genetically superior beautiful wife <laughs> and children. You are also the anti-Trump. Okay, you have a Yale and Stanford degree. She has a Harvard degree. She's beautiful. You've been happily married for many years. You have brilliant children. Uh, what how did you how did you meet? How how
1: So, Kat, on some sort of Kat, like Kat, I Kat, I met in grad school. I, oh, okay. She I was, was going to a... say somewhere
0: like the place in, in Wakanda, like somewhere <laughs> just really <laughs> she, She's a track athlete. Oh, wow. and, you so, were, and you were uh, captain of the Yale soccer team. She was
1: captain of the Harvard track team.
0: Okay, I oh. want you to win the presidency now just so you can do the Megan Rapinoe pose.
1: <laughs> when you win. But she was running repeat miles. So if you're a track athlete, you do you run a mile, you jog a quarter, you run a mile, you jog a quarter. Oh. And I was not a track athlete. I was playing another sport, but I was walking by and I thought I'd like yeah. to meet her. Yes. So I went on the track to do the workout with them. So I was wearing <laughs> tennis sneakers... And tennis shorts and like a, you know, a collared <laughs> shirt. I started doing it. And, I, and we ran like three miles and jogged three quarters. And then wow. the guys say, it's all guys and cat. Yeah. Because they're, you know, track athletes. Yeah. Right? So they say, okay, the last one we're going to run as fast as we can. So I said to her, well, cat, you know, maybe we should just not run as fast as we can and just stay here and talk to each other. <laughs> oh. And she you said. You sly dog. Ooh. Exactly. She said, we could do that. But that would be a really chicken shit thing to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yay! So awesome. We got Tom start to swear. Yay! Oh, yay! His and wife is a potty mouth that, like
1: me. That's awesome. <laughs> and 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 she took off, and so it was, I didn't get to see her again for another six months. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But she left an impression.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. So you're both uh, Ivy League, beautiful athletes, uh, incredibly. well. She's from California. And you give you signed a pledge, the giving pledge, to donate half your fortune to charity during your lifetime. You're
1: are you a serial killer? You might be. Little, are you too good to be true? I consider myself a, a aspiring to be a normal person. I, I really do. <laughs> I feel like look. I try and be. I think I'm a pretty normal person. And I think you well,
0: are. You're likable, which is weird. You're down to earth but, and likable, and I, I've seen you in town halls. Like you really connect with people. I
1: really, the, by far, the best thing that I've gotten to do for the last ten years is travel around the country and meet people. Mm-hmm. And the example I gave was Deanna Berry But like last weekend I was in Columbus, Ohio And we were in a um, farmer's market So I was meeting a bunch of organic farmers People who raised uh, crops but also who raised animals And we just had a fantastic time I mean we just had They were so interesting They were doing such great work And they're awesome And they're positive, optimistic people Making the world better And you meet those people all the time in America All the time yeah. and they're inspiring when you realize they do great work
0: yeah well you know as someone who had a dad you know it's funny someone sent me his actual daily schedule during the 1964 campaign when he ran for vice president and it is grueling man yeah. <laughs> you know you gotta love doing this and, and just having seen you a few times you seem like you actually really love doing it you I love do. meeting people and solving but problems and talking to my people. attitude
1: is if you don't want to do that you shouldn't want this job yeah, because those are the people that you're to serve. Yeah. If you don't like them, if you don't enjoy them, if you don't respect them and think they have something to teach you, you shouldn't have this job.
0: Yeah. Well, you saw that my I ran as well in '08. Uh, Goldwater Miller '08. Family <laughs> name, no skills, just like W. <laughs> me and Barry Goldwater's uh, granddaughter, Cece. <laughs> Made me laugh. Yes. <laughs> well, we may have a failed run in common too. I hope not, Tom. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I well, think we'll, you only try. Well, you'll come back for another happy hour. Well. <laughs> You know, we'll drown not, in at Not in the morning.
1: I think we traveled for two places, though, but so that, it wasn't as grueling. We only did two town
0: halls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was clearly a publicity stunt. <laughs> um, so wait, how long have you been married?
1: Thirty-three years on August
0: sixteenth. See, this is the thing I always say too. But my dad's been gone since uh, nineteen eighty-three, when I was twenty-one. So I, I wish every day I could talk to him. about, what? is happening to hit you know our our country to his party i know that feeling no exactly but i know that you know what i always say is like because my mom i call her my 96 year old trump voting fox news watching republican mom she still thinks dad would be a republican and i that's i do i just think fox news has poisoned this country and good people's just I, i mean i stopped because she's you know she's been diagnosed with alzheimer's i mean i can't have political arguments with her anymore. It's not worth it. I love her. And, you know, but I would have every conversation would be like, that's not true, mom. Where did you hear Fox? You heard that on Fox News? And that's what, you know, we're just not operating with with two sets of facts. And I think, um, but I I guess my point was more about you personally, too. I just can't imagine. My dad was very Catholic. You know, I I would bet my life he never cheated on my mother, married 40 years till he died. I I can't, again, Nuremberg prosecutor. I just can't imagine what he would think about what kind of man Donald Trump is he's just a despicable human being morally right in Look,
1: every way i think an awful lot of americans felt like he was going to shake up the system yeah. and take down the insiders and that's something that people still desperately want they still believe that this system has been corrupted and bought by corporate cash and they're right yeah and so they you know if you say to people who voted for trump for trump he's going to break the system they're like Good. And he said, no, you don't understand. This could have really bad ramifications. Good. Yeah. Because people are, first of all, they trust America to think that no matter what happens, we're going to make it work. That's an underlying bedrock opinion. But second of all, they believe this system has been corrupted. And it has been corrupted. That's really the core of why I'm running. The reason we have a climate crisis is because oil companies would rather make tens of billions of dollars than work to save the world. That's an incredible statement but absolutely true.
0: And I imagine in your just cuz you are you would do have so much empathy, you know, as I've seen you talk to people that you feel bad for these coal miners. That you know, he, he's absolutely. a he's a grifter. He's not bringing coal back and, and it's just but but you know and and that was one of the Russia campaigns, is, you know, coal miners for Trump, that was run by Russia. I mean, it it's it,
1: Look there's no question that as we transition to clean energy, we need to put right up front with absolute emphasis the need to take care of displaced workers. Yeah. If there's going to be change, we need to make sure and put money to it and ask them what is it going to do, what is the plan that will work for your community because we will support that plan. Yeah. We need to know that not only are we going to create millions of net jobs, which we will, good paying jobs, we need to make sure that in the communities that are hit, that we're there and not with phony. We yeah. promise we'll train you to be computers yeah. specialists, but actually go there and make it happen. Yeah. And that's got to be upfront well, and absolutely yeah. genuine.
0: You know that that we can clean the environment and have create great jobs. Yes, in in green energy. Um, oh wait, I forget how many kids do you have? All oh, four. You are a producer, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> 31, Saucy 29, minx, 27, Mr. 25. and Mrs.
1: Steyer. Youngest, 25, and he's just, I was saying you, he's just going to start med school yeah. on August 5th, but he's been working in a clinic for farm workers, a medical clinic for farm workers in the Coachella Valley.
0: Mm. We need you to raise all of America, because this is, I was just going to say, I'm sorry, but Trump's children, Don Jr. yesterday tweeted some, oh, I think it was a Dinesh D'Souza yeah, thing, yeah, the... calling Bob Mueller mentally retarded. That always no, like he really. was kidnapped yep. by a mentally retarded person. I, I, I mean, he is awful. <laughs> he is making the country awful. His children are awful. <laughs> he, is, he is inciting people to be more awful. People think they can shout racist
1: slurs because he does. Well, you know, Stephanie, when, when I was like 19, I had a girlfriend and my brother I Jim. I bet you did. My brother Jim, who's one years older, said, why don't you invite her to <laughs> in, in, introduce her to mother and father? And I said, I just haven't gotten around it. And he said, Tom. They're the best thing about you. you got a much better chance with this woman if they meet your par- our parents. Yeah, And that's what i say about my family. If you meet my family, you'd think yeah. he must be an okay guy because yeah. they're so nice.
0: Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, hail to the, let's, let's go out on hail to the chief. <laughs> Tom Steyer, America's daddy. Come on. Daddy's home, America. Let's do this. <laughs> Would that you rather be skills. raised by Tom Steyer? But yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. We love you, Tom Steyer. You you guys, guys, guys Needtoimpeach.com. To, nice. need to impeach.com come on do the eyebrows do the groucho there you, there go. you go there you go you are i just love you <laughs> <laughs> you guys are too nice i love you mr president fantastic happy hour with tom steyer stick around if you want to hear his whole regular show interview hang on let me just put a little more Plexiderm on before we go to the full show interview, because I, it works in minutes. Look at my eyes. Look at them. You're ready to go for another hour with Tom Steyer. Oh, my God. I Plexiderm is the shizzle. I'm, I'm not talking about days or weeks to work. Plexiderm, clinically studied serum, visibly eliminates those under-eye bags and wrinkles in minutes. I have never... I heard, Just a little tiny dabble. do you. Just... Doodle doodle
1: doodle do. When, you, when you come down the stairs, I never know... Uh, if it's you or not, because you look so much younger.
0: I look like right after I had the facelift when you came to my door. Remember? Yes, years and years ago. I, exactly. I forget that. Yeah, Finally, Stephanie. Yeah. If only I'd known about Plexiderm. <laughs> Ooh, that was gruesome. Okay. The science behind Plexiderm is incredible. I've tried a lot of uh, products, I'm telling you. Being a woman of a, you know. Certain age. Advanced years. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, if you have crow's feet, wrinkles, under eye bags, whatever you got, Plexiderm just It's like I hear the bewitched sound. That's what I hear. I hear like I just twinkled my nose and where did my wrinkles go? It's like magic. Okay. It's not like magic, Travis. It is magic. There's magic in there? Yes. There is real video with real people. See how fast crows, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear. Uh, Hurry because all the sexy liberals are using all the plexiderm in the country up. Go to TriPlexiderm.com. They have a 30-day satisfaction guarantee. TriPlexiderm.com. Type in Sexy Liberal. That's TriPlexiderm.com. The code is Sexy Liberal. Or call 1-800-685-1292 and mention Sexy Liberal. And now our full hour interview with Tom Steyer from The Morning Show. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Why, look who's here. It's my roadshow pal. Burns (laughs) and Allen. We're the... Bob Hope and Lonnie Anderson of the Impeachment Roadshow. Let's jingle him in, shall we? It's presidential candidate Tom... It's
1: presidential <laughs> candidate
0: Tom Steyer. Yeah! Good morning, Mr. President. I'm how are to... you? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might like that. I, I miss our roadshows together, our impeach, uh, Impeach.com roadshows. Need to back out. Yeah, we did town halls, right? I mean... Yes. Uh, so uh, fun. Thank you. I'm going right to your first tweet this morning, Tom. I'm calling on Speaker Pelosi to cancel the upcoming six-week House recess. We're running out of time to hold Donald Trump accountable. Thank you. Um, I I agree with you. I I just, I thought I was going crazy with some of the punditry yesterday. I I mean, is what you saw and heard not the most damning thing you've ever heard about a president in our history?
1: It was on TV. He obstructed justice. That's why Jerry Nadler said he... There's substantial evidence that he committed high crimes and misdemeanors, which is the constitutional language that takes you to impeachment.
0: Yeah. I I mean, and I know people say, oh, well, it's the summary. We should wait till fall. People are paying attention. This is what do people not understand about the word crisis,
1: constitutional or otherwise? Well, really, the question here is pacing. I mean, we had the Michael Cohen hearing back four or five months ago. Then we have this hearing and then Congress is out for a month and a half yeah mm-hmm. so really there's this question about how do you build sustained awareness you bring it up to a peak you have a one-day hearing and then you're gone for a month and a half how do you let people stay involved and not forget what just happened
0: yeah and i can tell you from my experience if they take a recess all they're going to hear in their home districts is impeachment so why not just do it
1: right? Well, you know, the other thing that we've seen is obviously there was an impeachment vote and there was the highest vote ever. 90,
0: 95, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's it's been something where there's been continuing momentum. The question is, how are we going to shorten the time frame so that there can be a sustained awareness?
0: Let's listen to Speaker Pelosi yesterday. Did it change whether or not you think the House of Representatives should launch impeachment proceedings?
1: My position has always been uh, whatever decision we made in that regard would have to be done with our strongest possible hand, and we still have some outstanding matters in the courts. It's about the Congress, the Constitution, and the courts. And we are fighting the president on uh, in the courts,
0: so the reporting though, Tom, is that and Jackie Speer, who she's very, who you know very well, who's yeah. you know represents up in your area, um said last night on TV that after the Democrats meeting after yesterday, she said Pelosi is warming. She told her her members to, you know, to uh, you know, vote what how they, what they feel about impeachment. So that that is definitely movement. And then mm-hmm. you know, Lawrence O'Donnell commented to her. It sounds like she is, you know, that there is movement. And she said yes, there is. And a lot of Democrats were reporting that after the meeting. So I mean, to me, Tom, now is the time with our all of our voices to call our representatives to call Pelosi to and look at Puerto Rico. Well, I, I'm. I'm, well, Here's the part where I ask you for money, which is this is a little earlier than usual. But we got to take to the streets like Puerto Rico. We got to, you know, it's like I- invisible, uh, move on, women's march, need to impeach. Let's do a, a huge impeachment
1: march. Look, I think that the underlying statement here is that actually the people have got to take back the democracy. Yes. I don't think there's any question that the government in D.C. has gotten too separated from Americans, right. that in fact what we want is not what's happening across the board and I think that the pace of this impeachment proceeding has been at a much slower pace than we've been calling for yeah that's why we called on speaker Pelosi to cancel the vacate the six-week vacation and it's really an attempt to say to Americans that's why we did an impeachment petition with over 8 million people to say listen to the voices of Americans you don't have to listen to us but listen to your constituents for goodness sake
0: yeah well, you, uh, you've said it. You were all over Twitter. You said, Speaker Pelosi, we waited long enough. This can't wait six more weeks. I mean, we see the damage Donald Trump can do in half a day, half in an hour. We've seen the damage he can do. I mean, you pointed out one, one more uh, one more thing about in terms of the damage he is currently doing. How much more evidence do we need, you said, that Mr. Trump's rhetoric leads directly to violence? His words are making us all unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, the bomber just the other day was convicted. Uh, uh, trying to bomb all of Trump's targets. I mean, it's, it's, you know... I
1: also think there is something going on here, Stephanie, that has precedent going forward. And that's this. If you have a society that doesn't enforce rules and laws, then in effect, yeah. those rules and laws don't exist, and you have a different society. Yeah. And when you go to the most powerful person in the whole country and don't hold him to account and don't make it clear that he is subject to the laws... Everybody draws the inference that the laws don't actually work. That's they're, right. They're 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 imposed on people arbitrarily. They're imposed on people without political power. But if you really have juice, Yeah. like Mr. Trump, then you're above the law. That's that true. is not a conclusion that any American should ever yeah. be be drawing. This isn't Jeff even it, right isn't even
0: now. politics anymore. This is right and wrong. This is absolutely our democracy hanging in the balance. I mean, and all the yes, I wanted to just play Chris Ray cuz not only did he say also, Russia is in, is still interfering and we're not doing anything about it. Yesterday, Mitch McConnell votes down, here, or excuse me, blocks yet the latest bill on trying to do something about it. And then to your tweet, uh, he's talking about this.
1: And I will say that a uh, majority of the um, domestic terrorism uh, cases that we've investigated uh, are motivated by some version of What you might call white supremacist violence. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean, talking about a national security crisis, whether it is allowing to Russia to continue to attack our country, and it is an attack on our country. It is, as people have said, like a cyber Mm 9-11, and it is ongoing, and he is inciting white supremacist violence, which is at, at record levels.
1: But I think the other thing that's going on here, that people don't comment on enough, Stephanie, and it kind of... Gets dismissed is how much the Republicans, as a group, are in the bag to this president. Yeah, it's incredible. That was you that, know, that, they will that was put disgusting up yesterday. with anything at this point. They will put up with Russian in, yeah. interference yeah. in American elections. That's incredible. They will put up with lawlessness from the White House. Yeah. They will attack Robert Mueller's integrity, yeah. who is a Republican, yeah. who is a you know, career public servant in every way simply for political purposes. They have yep. gone in the tank yep, in a way that I don't think any of us could have imagined.
0: He is a par- He's made them a party of traitors, Tom, and it is, uh, as you tweeted, you said we are in a transformational time in history. We must decide who we are and fight for democracy right now. The resistance starts at home. If there's anything I know for sure, never ever bet against the power of the people. And again, you can point to Puerto Rico, you can point to... A lot of things, but you've been saying this for a while. We've got to mobilize. We've got to call. We've got to march. We've got to make our voices heard. I'm hoping in the polling. What do you think? I mean, I I, I can't imagine how yesterday didn't move the needle. We're already up to 76% of Democrats wanted impeachment before yesterday.
1: Look, I think the, the the question for the American people is literally what you're calling on, which is involvement and participation. You know, there's an old saying, democracy is is not a spectator sport. Yep. Amer- the the best thing about mr trump is that he's so awful that he puts the onus on every american to get off the couch and participate whether it's to protest or to vote or to call their congressperson because basically we can't let this continue yeah.
0: and tom the biggest danger is not impeaching and depressing our turnout because and i already hear it and i try to buck people up all the time on the phones and on my email that are like oh i just i'm I'm, dis, I'm, you know, in despair. I'm exhausted. I'm. That's exactly what they want. They want to wear us down and have us, you know, think our vote's not going to matter. And it's, and we just, we cannot slow walk into this election this time. Um, here's Elijah Cummings with the call yesterday.
1: And I'm begging, I'm begging the American people to pay attention to what is going on, because if you want to have a democracy intact. For your children and your children's children, and generations yet unborn, we have got to guard this moment.
0: Yeah, um, and I've met your children, they're delightful, Um, (laughs) as is your wife. But you said it again on Twitter. You said Mueller's report was an impeachment referral, period. I mean, because he's not, you know, he's not going to be a Fox News pundit. He's not going to be screaming impeachment. He went out of his way to not seem political, but clearly that is the remedy other than if you can indict a sitting president that is the remedy
1: but I think the other thing that it's that Stephanie that it's hard sometimes for people to remember is democracy is like an idea it's an ideal and it isn't directly connected with the things your family needs today in terms of services like health care and education and support for living wages but it's really important to remember that this lawless corrupt president in his policies, yeah. also attacks the basic security of Americans across the board. Yeah. He's the guy who kept trying to get rid of health care for tens of millions of Americans. Right. Tried three t- times and came within one vote of doing it. He's the guy who tries to cut education across the board. He's the guy who attacks the rights of working people to organize, to stand up for themselves, and to get a living wage. So, yes, he's corrupt. Yes, he's a criminal but in addition, he's someone who actually attacks the interests of working Americans every single day.
0: Well, and more importantly, as you, you summed it up again in a, in a tweet, Donald Trump thinks he's king. Congress has essentially proved him right by failing in their oversight duties. We're in a constitutional crisis, and simply voting Trump out in 2020 won't fix it. We need serious structural reform to our government. So, I, But I want to uh, know why you changed your mind about running for president. Okay. And I know when we were on the road, you had your the five rights that you believe Americans have, yeah. and those are fantastic i want to talk to you about that and your change of heart and all that uh all right uh proud Re- uh, perry tweets proud resistor thank you for all you and the sexy liberal podcast network do i did my duty two evenings ago i walked my district with flyers and the number to call to urge my rep uh karen bass to vote for impeach trump after the
1: Mueller hearing uh hooray. thank you that is so fantastic
0: Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Why, if only we had someone with a huge email list. Chris, get that,
1: get right that list so that right we away, can... Right away, Ms. Miller. We're, we're done
0: asking rich liberals for money. We've built our own infrastructure, haven't we? We do. We have Sexy Liberal. We have 10 fantastic Sexy Liberal podcasts, and they are blown up. Wow. People are, see, I'm trying to be... I'm hanging out with you, and your entrepreneurship is rubbing off on me, and my goofiness is rubbing cool. off on you. Cool. Yeah. Right? Because, we, yeah, I'm telling you, we get enough downloads, people buy, you know, support our sponsors, boom. We built it, and they will come. Um, Tom Steyer, you want to say something about uh, Bill Barr, the constitutional crisis we're in, which I think is really extraordinary that we don't have a Department of Justice. We don't have an attorney general. I mean, th- this is what is so terrifying.
1: Have you noticed that Bill Barr's disappeared? Yeah. You know, he came out and described the Mueller report in absolutely dis- in absolutely dishonest way. Yeah. as the Attorney General of the United States, he went on TV and lied in a bald faced fashion he should be he should be disbarred actually did we have, yeah. We had a movement in Virginia trying to get people to send in uh yeah. letters to oh. the State bar Association to disbar him because what he did was so wrong
0: yeah well, he's actively obstructing justice in real time I mean, what was the latest headline Travis like Barr you know declines to prosecute himself and Wilbur Ross for defying subpoenas i mean how, how do we we can't live in a lawless land. I mean
1: this is just Look, the great news is we can beat these guys. Yeah. We absolutely can beat these guys. There are many more of us than there are of them. Mm-hmm. It's a question of being organized and showing up. Yeah. And so it's on us. We need to do those two things. Be organized and show up.
0: Let's so let's talk about your change of heart because I applauded you when I said I you know, I felt like you took your ego out of it. You said I'm not running for president this time. I'm gonna put all my money into Democratic candidates. You've done so, I mean, first of all you're a real billionaire, unlike Donald Trump. who actually <laughs> earned your money and you've given an enormous amount to charity, and you put an enormous amount you you know put your money where your mouth is in terms of all the causes you believe in environmental all of the crises that we're that we're currently in so obviously, this is a huge field. people really have concern. What led to your change of heart to run? Look, for, and, and, and then how do you, this laid in, how do you get, say, on the debate, debate yeah. stage and all that?
1: I literally couldn't sleep, Stephanie. Yeah. Because from my standpoint, we're having a debate in the Democratic Party on policy. Yeah, You know, who has the best Green New Deal? Who has the best health care policy? Who has the best education policy? And on and on. There's, there's a lot of talk about what we want. There's no talk about how are we going to get it. So when I listened to that, I was there's a real question about where we're going to get any Green New Deal, if we're going to get yeah. any change to the Affordable Care Act, let alone single payer. So when I thought about it, I thought, my goodness, we need to have a different conversation. The conversation we need to have is only on two things. The first one is broken government. Right. The corporations have bought this democracy. The people need to take it back. We need to push the power back to the people. Right. And we need, and that solves. So many of the issues that puts us in a position to solve health care and education and living right. wage and on and on. No one's talking about that. The, the, and the reason I felt like I should run is I've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. For 10 years, I've been organizing coalitions of ordinary citizens to take on corporate interests, starting with oil companies it, to, in t- Prop 23, where right. we got 70% of the vote against oil companies trying to get yeah. rid of uh, the most progressive climate laws in the world taking on tobacco companies after they failed to raise taxes on tobacco companies 17 times we got a two dollar pack uh increase and gave the money to medi-cal and
0: you've been on the environmentalist way before it was cool i mean you just tweeted extreme heat across the country flooding in new york city wildfires in napa the climate crisis is not coming it is here right now let's get to work the one thing i love that you bring to the field tom is urgency and I, I will be honest with you just and I'm saying this just to make you jealous but I am kind of in the Elizabeth Warren Kamala Harris <laughs> excitement because I do feel like they're leading on impeachment and on you know on the uh, uh, not going on Fox News and on you know a lot of these issues that you're talking about but again it, it's a passion and an urgency that, we, that Look, you have brought to this fight for impeachment long before other people did
1: it's not just that honestly Stephanie there's a question of not what but how How are we going to break the back of these corporations? And the question is, I've been doing this from the outside, organizing people successfully and beating them for 10 years. Do you think the change is going to come from inside Washington or from outside in a grassroots-based way? I've been doing it at the grassroots for 10 years. We've been winning for 10 years. Do you really think people from Washington are going to reform themselves? Yeah. I think the chances are much greater that somebody from the outside can do this because that's what we've been doing. That's what I've been doing.
0: Donald Trump's like your evil twin. He's like, <laughs> he's like the bizarro world evil billionaire, and you're like the billionaire that uses your superpowers for, for good. Well, there
1: is something that he was onto that, we, that is the reason he got elected, and that's this. Eight out of ten Americans believe corporations have bought this democracy and it does not respond to the people anymore. Yeah, I'm in that eight out of ten. Yeah. That's what Trump was basically saying. Now the fact is he serves those corporate corporations better than anybody else. Yeah. He cut taxes on corporations and rich people. Yeah. Everything that he's doing is to is to serve them. He talks a good game but he does the exact opposite. Yeah. But he was onto a truth which we have a broken democracy. Yeah. It isn't serving the people. People are totally turned off and the only way that we get back to democracy is by organizing and showing up and that's what I've been doing yep. for 10 years. Yep. And that's what I'm fighting for.
0: You uh, tweeted, I've seen it in Ohio and South Carolina and Michigan in my home state of California. How can we claim to be the greatest nation on earth if our citizens cannot safely drink from their taps? I mean, mm-hmm. there are so many issues that, I, I, you know, you've been uh, talking about and, and, you know, I agree with you. I'm glad you were it's, a, it's he's like, our, it, it really is. He's like the, the parallel universe Trump,
1: right? Yeah. But we are going to have to take on these corporations directly. I mean, I've said we we have to win and we have to beat them and we have to face that. That's the fight.
0: Okay, (laughs) three, two, three, four, six, eight, one, one, three, five. Uh, Karen in Chicago,
1: you're on with Tom Steyer.
0: Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning. Thank you, Mr. Steyer, for everything that you do.
1: Stephanie, please call me Tom. Everybody does.
0: Okay, Tom, right. um, thank you so much He's, for everything. We're the Burns and Allen of impeachment roadshows. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did call Nancy Pelosi this morning, emerging um, everybody that I know to as well, um, and I really don't understand what members of the media saw. Um, I All you have to do is go back. Nicole Wallace, I have to give her a lot of props, because right after the hearing she played a montage that illustrated perfectly all of the key points of the hearing how damning all those moments she to her credit also said you know sometimes we have to remember our hot takes are wrong and i'm like yeah like mostly all the time the punditry is wrong so i agree with you karen just watch and you know with your own eyes listen with your own ears um john harwood tweeted uh democratic leadership aid explaining why pelosi resists impeachment says too many of the 31 members representing districts trump one can't support it. There will never be 218 in the House. The aide says, "Let's prove them wrong." It, it, look at all Tom starr has been able to do with needtoimpeach.com dot com and the millions of people that he's
1: mobilized.
0: C- yeah, Stephanie, can I make yes. another point
1: on this? Yeah. look, I started an organization called Next Gen America. Yes, that is the largest registering
0: young vote dot com. You did, you've done grassroots so much work organization
1: on. in the country. And one of the things we did in 2018 was we picked 38 congressional districts held by Republicans, and we focused on people under 35, yeah. and we more than doubled the turnout from four years before. That's the largest generation in America, bigger than the baby boomers. They were voting at half the rates of other Americans. And we said, in order for Democrats to retake yeah. the House, we need this generation to show up. Yep. And so when I think about why we flipped all those seats, and yep. those were the seat. You know, that we chose the ones that we thought were flippable, but were in, definitely in play. The answer is turnout. There, the number of Democrats who turned out in twenty eighteen versus twenty fourteen was two thirds more.
0: I know you're going to be on Chris Hayes later today. Tune in to MSNBC to see Tom. But Joy Reid was just on our show this week. She has a new book out, and she said we have minority rule in this country. She said because we don't vote, and white evangelicals crawl over broken glass to vote. And that, that is one of, I mean, that's one of many factors. But she's right. We, what was the turnout, Travis? We, for white evangelicals, it's close to 100% yeah. of them turn, turn out.
1: And that's why I was saying. For us to win, there are many more. Joy's exactly right. There are many more of us. We need to organize and show up. And that's what I've been doing. For 10 years, we've been organizing people to be registered, to be engaged in the issues, and to show up and vote. And we've done that. You know, we, I think when we... Focus on the huge percentage of Americans who don't vote instead of the very small percentage of people who can't decide if they like Mr. Trump. Yeah, We get all those people, and that's 40% of America, not the 2% who can't decide.
0: I think our sense of urgency. I think I have. we both have fascism early warning systems in our blood. We found out on our impeachment vaudeville roadshow spontaneously that both of our dads were Republicans and Nuremberg prosecutors. And John Cooper tweets, History teaches us that wimps don't beat fascists. Appeasement doesn't beat fascists. Trump and McConnell know the 2020 election will not be free and fair. In fact, they're counting on that.
1: Um, Look, if there is a conclusion to be drawn from Nuremberg, it's this. When you see something really wrong, you fight it every day. You don't show up every six weeks or every six months and register a protest. You fight it every single day, every time it rears its ugly head.
0: Um, Here's Chairman Schiff yesterday talking about uh, what happened
1: part of what i found so powerful about his testimony today was not just when he was asked about the law but when he was asked about the ethics the morality the lack of patriotism of this conduct and perhaps one of the most chilling moments uh, i think in our committee was when he expressed the fear that this become the new normal uh, and of course i think what is animating that fear uh, of the director what certainly animates animates it for me is the fact that even after the nightmare of the last two and a half years, the President of the United States will still not forswear receiving foreign help again?
0: Uh, yeah. um, okay. So now, how do you. Let's. Okay. First of all, what do we do? How do we get Tom Steyer on the debate stage next time? Let's
1: get him into the debate. <laughs> Look, <laughs> there are two rules. Where's the, your what's the website? What do we do? TomStyler.com. And we have a link to go to, to com and give me a buck. And we have a link to that at uh, your uh, website and yeah. at uh, your Facebook and at yeah. your Twitter page. See,
0: I did the show me the money, you thing, did. right? You did. Help me help you. I
1: need 130,000 donations. Okay. And so I'm asking people to give me a buck to get me on the stage so I can yeah. make the case for taking back our democracy. And actually speaking up for the people and letting the people rule again.
0: I owe this to you for how many times I've asked you for money. So please, <laughs> the one-time to Tom bark. Steyer asked you for a buck. <laughs> just do it. Um, let's talk about, well, first of all, how, what do you do, what, how do you, what is your uh, strategy for running against Trump? So what does Trump call you a weirdo?
1: Look, I think. You can tell
0: who he's threatened let by. Let me say this.
1: <laughs> I think I'm the perfect person to take this guy on. Because you are. You're his mirror image. Economy, you're the good twin. When it comes to the economy, he's a fake and he's a failure. And I have no problem. Yeah. People don't seem to feel comfortable. I spent thirty years studying economics through investment and through looking at countries and how economic system works. He is a disaster incompetent person. I just had a light to bulb
0: economics. moment. I'm gonna be your campaign manager. Okay.
1: Do it nobody
0: you this is how you run against them calling us socialists. And first of all, I'm like, why don't we ask them why about their party's drift toward fascism? But this, you are the perfect, I would call you a compassionate capitalist. Look, so we can is, say we are not socialists, but, we are, but, but you, know, you do so much. You give so much mm-hmm. of your money. There is a difference. There is the pure greed of Donald Trump, who's never done anything for anybody but himself.
1: But when you think about this, Stephanie, see if this works for you, this analogy that I use sometimes. I say, look, the United States is like a car. We have democracy and we have capitalism democracy is how we're supposed to steer the car and decide where to go. The people get to choose. Right. We get to choose what the laws are. We get to choose what the rules are. But the thing that is the engine of the car is capitalism. And so that has to be able to run to make us move forward. But it can't steer the car. Yeah. When the engine starts telling the car where to go, you get what we have now, which is the people's interests aren't being served. But we still need that engine to go. Mm -hmm. Right so I don't hate the engine I just know this it can't run the car we can't have we can't have drug companies telling us what the prices of drugs are gonna be
0: don't you love how much they hate when uh, uh, liberals are good at capitalism Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) well but the the you apparently made the wrong kinda billion dollars the funny thing here is (laughs) mister Trump has a operating procedure that led him to bankrupt all these casinos He makes huge promises Yeah. He borrows a, a ton fraud. of money. He leverages it. He's
0: a fraud. And he ma- he makes it,
1: it goes bankrupt, and he walks away. Yeah. And that's we're in the middle of him trying to turn the United States of America into one of his failed Atlantic. He's going to bankrupt us. Yes, he is. Yeah,
0: with a trillion. He's whatever. Oh,
1: okay. That's who he is. He's a fake.
0: Let's talk about the five rights, uh, which you call the right to an equal vote, the right to clean air and clean water, the right to learn, the right to a living wage, and the right to health. Well, that sounds
1: talk to us about that because it sounds like well, a pretty good plan to Stephanie, me. Stephanie, one of the things <laughs> that is true is we talk as if this country were a failure. We're the most successful okay. country in the history of the world. Yeah. We can afford to put ourselves in a place that is better than any people ever. We do have to take on these corporations and get back our democracy. Yeah. But if we do that, we can afford Healthcare care for everybody, we can afford a quality public education from pre-K through college with ongoing skills training, we can afford clean air and clean water, and we can afford a living wage for every working American. We can afford that right now. We have the money. We have to take back the democracy to do it. But I'm saying that is a baseline of security for every American. We're in a position to create unimaginably great times for ourselves. We do have to beat these corporations, and we have to control the climate. Yeah. But we've got to stop talking like we aren't succeeding. This is the most successful country ever. Let's give ourselves some credit. Beat the challenges we need, and let's win and make and create what yeah. Americans have always created, the you best know, country in the world.
0: Tom, and I, I, I so appreciated and resonated with what you did during this last election and what you talked about earlier is with next gen and Need to Vote about getting younger people excited and motivated. I've been saying on this show... I mean, I'm old as dirt, and I, I am so inspired by the AOCs and the Rashida Tlaibs and these fierce young women that we got into Congress that obviously terrify Trump and the Republicans. But, I, you know, when I say like AOC, she seems like a flash of, from the future to me. Like I, I, you know, she knows
1: how to connect with young people on social media. She makes me believe that we can do big things again. Look, when we've talked to hundreds of thousands of young people and asked them why they don't vote, and they always say the same thing. The system doesn't work. No one tells the truth. Neither party addresses our needs. It doesn't make any difference. And I'm like, oh, no.
0: yeah, That can't happen.
1: That's the end of democracy if people have that attitude. We need to go out there and talk about what can happen if we tell the truth, if we go out and retake the government, what we can provide in a way that everybody's life will be materially different and materially better. And we're in a position to do that right now. We just have to make the fight.
0: Yep. Barbara in California, Tom Steyer's home state. Hello. Hello. Hi, Barbara. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I've been listening to uh, Tom, and there's not a millimeter of disagreement with him, anything he said. But I'm 72 years old, and I don't have time to run around with my hair on fire. So what I need to hear from somebody is the how. Now, this is regarding impeachment. How? Once we have essentially, and forgive my language, not your wad, oh,,
1: uh-huh. and the Senate yawns, and then what
0: well, okay, here's the thing, Tom and you uh, thank you, Barbara. The thing that i I keep from people jump like seventeen steps ahead. The thing is you don 't know, I know people go, oh, well there wasn 't Fox News for Nixon, okay, but there wasn't social media where people are already sharing all these clips. there is not i mean. I, Um, Neil Katyal tweeted, relevant that 45 years ago today, one branch of government made a decision that catalyzed the process that led to the resignation of a president who thought he was above the law. And Nixon's approval ratings landslide were way beyond Donald Trump. Donald Trump is historically unpopular already. And again, listen to Lawrence Tribe. There's an off ramp. We don't even have to go to the Senate. Do a sense of the House. Whatever you do, but you don't know... Don't misjudge the cowardice of, of of the Republicans. If they see that it is going to be a bloodbath, you don't know what's going to happen. Look,
1: I, I can't remember the name of the caller who called in and said that she'd called Congress people.
0: Karen in Chicago. Karen. Yeah. But
1: my point is this. My goodness, we have the power. If the people of the United States say to their elected representatives, we demand you do this, they're going to do it. Right. We and so it's once again a question of organizing and showing up. We need to say to them when they come back for their recess, no, no, you have to do this. Yeah, we are counting on you. This is why we elected you. Yeah, you've got to do this for us. And if if they hear that, yeah, we did our part. We did our part. Now it's time. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, Yeah, time for them to
1: do theirs. It's it's the human part the constituent part of saying to your representative, you don't understand, that's why we elected you. We want you to do your job. Yep, That is so powerful, and that's part of taking back this government, which we really need to do. You know what? You, me,
0: all of us built this blue wave. And, you know, if we're going to build a blue tsunami, then you worry about our base. Don't worry about his. His, you know, that, let's stop
1: worrying about the Trump voter. We, yeah, we need to hold our representatives to account for why we elected them in the first place, why we voted, yeah. why two-thirds more Democrats showed up than showed up four years ago. Yep. Because we wanted a change, because we wanted them to act for us.
0: I'm with Jonathan Allen on Twitter. He says, I must be watching a different hearing on the rest of the punditry. What I've seen here is Mueller make a very clear case that he believes the president obstructed justice. That was true in the report, but his testimony went further. It may not be exciting to watch, but it is serious. Um, and I had the same reaction proud resistor said I thought the facts that came out of the Mueller hearings were devastating for Donald Trump however Mueller didn't have a flashy telegenic performance and since we live in a reality TV world now more people are focused on his performance than the actual substance Uh, hashtag impeach now Um, Tom what was your I mean what was your uh, Tom Sire is live in studio with us Um, what was your initial reaction watching yesterday what what were you thinking
1: I, I thought that that man had it exactly right which is this the facts are devastating Mr. Mueller is a very understated lawyer and he presented them in a dry fashion and referred repeatedly to the document the four hundred and forty eight page document that he and his team had produced the facts are devastating and the presentation was reserved so when I look at that I see if we're in the context of a series of publicized televised hearings for the American people to get the truth Yesterday was a fantastic day in terms of getting the truth on TV to the American people about the corruption of this president.
0: Tim O'Brien, you know, people picked their moments that were, he said, but this is, it, Representative Lee, does your report state there is sufficient factual and legal basis for further investigation of potential obstruction of justice by the president? Mueller, yes. I think his one word answers were more devastating than, I, I mean, here's the thing. Based on what you heard about yesterday, does it concern you in your run for president about? that we are now in a reality TV star world. And this is what I fought against. People are like, oh, we got to get Oprah. We got to, you know, I mean, at least you have experience in policy, in activism, in politics. Look, there's no
1: question we're in a reality TV world, Stephanie. There's just no question. But the other thing I will point to you is this. There is a comparison to Mr. Trump from abroad, which is the former prime minister of Italy named Silvio Berlusconi, who was similarly... Corrupt, similarly a criminal, similarly had a very tawdry sexual history, very flashy, extremely rich. He was, when he was beaten, which he was several times, he was beaten by people who did not talk about all his personal problems, but who went to the people and said, He's incompetent. Yeah. He's not doing a good job. Here's what we should be doing. Here's how I can help you. So they didn't compete with him to be the biggest roller derby star yeah they come they competed to say hey actually I will do this job a million times better than this incompetent fraud and I think what that's what the American people actually need to hear which is a better vision for the future to heck with Donald Trump let's consign him to the garbage he belongs on Ana Navarro just said it about
0: Puerto Rico she said bravo to the people of Puerto Rico for, for refusing to be governed by a corrupt incompetent offensive jerk also I have Puerto Rico envy um, <laughs> let's do, let's go full Puerto Rico. And one last one. Evan McMullen said, I agree with the Democrats follow the facts approach, but I'm concerned that its pace becomes, assumes a conventional 2020 election in which the president can be defeated because he's unpopular and doesn't have foreign help again. He likely will. And the time to hold him accountable is now. I've said this, Tom, and I know you probably agree, but I think this is, we have to have a yes and a walk and chew gum strategy we we have to do both yes impeach and indict when he's out of office but it should be part of our twenty twenty strategy so candidates like you can talk about your five you know the five uh, ideas the five you know all of your great plans rather than having to talk really about impeachment let
1: them do their work I, in the house exactly look there is a question here in america and i think there's no question about this, stephanie americans don't have a sense about what america is trying to be anymore what it means to be an american what we're trying to create that 's something we 've had since the very beginning of this country is we 're an idea yeah we 're a country that was built around freedom and justice, and it included a lot of non freedom specifically and a lot of injustice when we started. But this country has about been building towards those things from the first day, and we have lost our way in terms of having a vision that 's what I hope this election is about
0: let 's uh, play one last one, Val Demings, because this was also a, a huge bombshell that basically he said that he lied Trump lied on the written answers
1: according to your report page nine volume one witnesses lied to your office and to congress those lies materially impaired the investigation Sorry, of yeah. russia interference
0: according to your report other than the individuals who pled guilty to crimes based on their lying to you and your team did other witnesses lie to you
1: i think in, uh, there are probably a spectrum of witnesses uh, in terms of uh, those who uh, are not telling the full truth, and those are outright liars.
0: <laughs> I mean, he said some, it, it, despite his tone, Tom, he said some pretty explosive things, and we'll save that for tomorrow. It was Sean Maloney that said, What did you think of his written responses? And that was yet another cr- gr- crime in grounds for impeachment. He said he was not, he was not, um, uh, what did you say,
1: truthful, Stephanie? We have proved long ago that Mr. Trump has more than met the criteria to be impeached, yeah. that he has. That there is constitutional authority yeah. to impeach and remove this man from office We're gonna right get all- now.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Stephanie. TomStyre.com. We'll see you tomorrow on The Stephanie Miller Show.
1: Hey, this is Bob Seska, host of The Bob Seska Show. If you enjoyed this episode, you're going to love my show, where every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we talk about this guy. Trump is crazy. And this guy. Trump is a f***ing idiot. And we say this a lot. Sweet, merciful crap. Because... He can't keep getting away with it. Find The Bob Seska Show at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, bobseska.com, and everywhere else you get your podcasts.